0: Okay, everybody, this is Angela. Welcome to the MLC3 community call. Um, Everybody's muted for now, and uh, I'll do a prayer to start us off, and then we can begin our sharing. So just grounding, tuning in, getting still, and just inviting in. All the energies, the spirit-filled energies, acknowledging the angels, the power of the flames, our own individual guides, and the energy of each other we gather together here in a big beautiful circle, a safe loving space for sharing for learning for growing for releasing. We're grateful for this community, for this opportunity. We acknowledge our teacher Jennifer and her teachers. All the other people who who serve as teachers on our path. We acknowledge the one truth and the one mind. And we offer this call as a healing to one mind. And we just simply allow it to be with ease and grace. And so it is. Amen. Wonderful. So I will uh, unmute everyone and then we can say hi and get started.
1: Okay. So go ahead. Let us know who's here today. Hi, it's Linda uh, from Erie PA. I'm getting ready for work, so I will be just listening this morning or this afternoon. Yeah, hello, it's
2: Carla, I'm gardening, so I'll just be listening to, mostly, I made comment. Hi, this is Sally in Toronto, or nearby. This is my last week, next week I'll be in the UK, so I won't be uh,
1: on the call at all for a few weeks. Hi, this is Lydia. Jerry from Washington State. Uh, Philip from Washington, DC. Hi, this is Lana. So we're
0: blessed with a really wonderful group, some doing lots of things. And uh,
1: Yeah, so anyone who has something they'd like to be in, please do. And just to mention those that were able to
0: go to the the Course in Miracles Conference, we have heard from some people on other calls, but I think uh it definitely just if anyone else would like to comment on their experience there. I think we all enjoy hearing from that as well It's a
1: possible uh thread to start. Well, this is Jerry, and um, I'll
3: go ahead and um, uh, give you a little bit of my feedback. Um, I thought it was uh, uh, thought it was fabulous. I um, I was very incredibly exhausted at the end of the day, um, and I realized it wasn't so much physical exhaustion; it was emotional, mental, because I so uh, wanted to take everything in and. Um, and it was a good exhaustion, I guess <laughs> exception for I woke up late and almost missed the first uh on Sunday morning the first uh workshop but um I thought uh the uh the variety of speakers it had a different energy. I went to the new york um conference as well last year, and this one had a different energy about it um it wasn't so amped up like i like new york was um so it was a little bit more i felt just a little bit more um calming um however i you know listening to what was mo- what i was most appreciative not all the speakers resonated with me um uh however um there was a few that that really um that i really i felt connected with that came that uh that had their te- you know their teachings kind of came in at a different angle, um some were aligned with the course of miracles, some were different, but you know like James Twyman um his ability to use music to to get across um his message of oneness um wholeness um forgiveness um I've never been exposed to before, <laughs> so I felt um that really resonate with, with with me. And he put the um, the lessons to music, um, and he had a CD available. And I I find a lot of uh, joy in uh, riding in the car and listen uh, listening to the lessons set to music. A lot of hard work he put into that, and uh, you could just feel, you know, the love and deliberation uh, and freedom that he wanted the uh, you know. Uh, you, you, you to enjoy and I really appreciated Regina on Acres, and she was really up front. Um, she's not a Course in Miracles student however she embraces the teachings as she does with other uh, paths and she was able to bring that in and that really resonated with me because I, I am a Course teacher but a uh, student however I am open to other ways of uh, uh, other other teachings, other words of wisdom, if you will, other paths, and she um any rate she uh, i had actually listened to her twice, I was so moved by her first um presentation that I had her on for the next day because I, I really um at any rate she had some really wonderful things to say. I have my notes, but i uh, I don't have them in front of me right now i i I don't know, it's something incredible about being around all these people who who want who desire pretty much the same thing is to live in joy, live in oneness, to live our best lives. And there's something about that's very synchronizing about that energy that's hard to put into words. So, um any anyway, rate there's my <laughs> there's my, my two cents there that I definitely felt it was well worth it and then it was I just had a great experience bunking up with Carla, and
1: <laughs>
3: in, in a lot of ways, Carla and I are so different, yet we're, we're the same. And I just really appreciated getting to know her, her quirkiness. Her quirkiness works with my quirkiness,
1: <laughs>
3: and um, and it was that was a, a I was grateful to have that experience, and I was grateful to um, uh, to to embrace and and to, and get to know the uniqueness in Carla. There you have it. Thank you.
1: Uh,
3: <laughs> I think you know what I mean, right, Carla? <laughs> no, I'm not sure, but it's fine.
2: It's all good. So I just wanna say that I'm taking a little break from the gardening, but that the last the last thing were I mean, I won't get into the whole story of what happened, but I knew when Reverend Tony was on the stage doing something that to many people may seem not, may, whatever it is, it didn't seem whatever, Reverend <laughs> But I knew when that was happening, I'm like, oh, there's going to be a great healing around this because you think, if you think two people, two people, and probably more helped, but two brief people brought us the Course in Miracles, and there's almost 500 people there participating in that. I'm like, I know this is going to reverberate around the world. I don't know what it is, but it is. It's going to happen. And so I, I'm like, oh, I know this is going to be a great healing. And I, I'm really grateful to be able that I participate. I mean, I do every day anyhow, no matter where we are. We're participating in that no matter what we choose. But we are choosing light and love, and so that's really helpful. And so and I'll just go into an experience that happened after that yesterday. It's too much to tell everything, but... um I got this inside to make cookies. I'm like, I I don't need to make cookies. I just made a double batch like 4 days ago. And but I I went with it. Something told me to make cookies, so I went to the store to I needed eggs, right? So I had to go to the store. So it's interesting how everything aligns. And I went to the store and someone honked at me and said, oh, do you know your tire is flat? So I've been driving around with a flat tire. And uh, and it was like, I don't know, 3 o'clock. And so I would not have known in my if I'd stayed in my house that my tire was flat. And it may have been, I would have been stuck in my house, you know, all weekend or or had AAA, you know, something more extensive. So... And that's so that tells me that I was I felt this prompting to make cookies, which I'm like, my mind says I don't need freaking cookies. I have 175 of them, you know, in the freezer. I don't need them, but I did. And I'm like, ah, what am I gonna do? I have to can't drive to the store on a flat tire or ruin the tire. And so it came to me again: go across the street and see if you can put air in your tire and. I was a gas station over there, and I put air in my tire, and it's just amazing. I mean, I could go on and on, and I won't, but there's probably another four things as part of that, that we're all lining. so it's interesting how I did not seem like a flat tire is a great thing, right? We don't know what anything is for, and so... I don't know, I just, um, I'm feeling this really, this energy flowing up since the conference and I just, uh, there's just a manifestation of it in this form, I think, but
1: anyhow, so I'll just, (laughs) thank you for letting me share, bye. (laughs)
3: You know, if I can share this too, um, I I'm not uh, can't totally wrap my arms around it, but to me it was wow. I had it had the the wow effect. Earl Purdy is one of the um, was one of the speakers here, and as you all know, he's an African American. And what I noticed with him, his workshops were just packed. And I'm thinking, here's this one African American and the majority of people in these workshops were white, ninety-nine percent,
1: <laughs>
3: and it was just fascinating the the way he teaches and how he even he touches upon racism and his experience of um, in, being incarnated from uh, in, in, anyway I won't go into that but his incarnations and you have this large group of white people just holding on to every word he has to say. And it's to me it's 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 amazing how um he is able to connect and resonate uh with um with you know with the outside of his um you know, ethnic group. I don't know if that's the right word, but that was pretty powerful um to listen to him and uh and how the audience, you know, which is majority of White people um, embraces his message. It was pretty cool that it doesn't matter how the teacher looks like. <laughs> you know those stereotypes you know um, are patterns that we have been conditioned um, you know at least for for me growing up and to be exposed to um an incredible teacher of a different color um, was was pretty powerful I, I don't know I just felt that I needed to share this, that I was pretty moved The, the um, how the uh, the audience and how the people at the conference, so many of us embrace his teaching and his teaching method. He brings humor, he brings music, and he's able to um, bring up a very, very delicate and sensitive issue that's happening in, in our country without putting anybody on the defensive. He does it so beautifully. So if anyone has a chance to listen to him, he's, he uh, he 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 knows
1: he has the ability to connect with all different um, uh, races and ethnic groups. It's it was pretty amazing. Carla, did any teachers stand out for you? Oh, I was muted and I'm Um. Well, you know, I went
2: um, – I didn't go to anybody I knew most. I did go to Earl, but I, I mean, I didn't see Jennifer. I didn't go to Regina, which I know, but I saw these, um, I was Marine, somebody who, it was just interesting. It's just different, and uh, nobody, I think the only thing that stood out is that every teacher had this, it it was very apparent to me, and I think it's in everybody, everybody no matter how they look or what they seem to be doing, they have this essence that's more visible than it may be and the person who spits on your car or is angry at it something or, you know, whatever, whatever it is. So
1: it's just that essence that we're all really... Bringing out in ourselves, that was very. I could, I could see it in
2: just about everybody. Um, all, I mean, all the teachers for sure. I just uh, and Larry Purdy, she's Jerry's right. He's so funny, and how he brings
1: his experiences into um, into. His teaching, it just flowed. It
2: just was, it just flowed. So, no, no, but he stood out. But, um, it was all good. And I didn't meet the Doyles. They live here in Portland, in uh, Ashland, not too far away. But, um, and James Twyman lives here in Portland, too. I didn't see him,
1: but, uh, yeah, I just was, It was great. It was great. Hi, this is Lana. I had a a couple things to say. Uh, One, um, in response to Jerry, what you were saying,
3: at last year's conference, I remember being at the, the very last day session with Earl, and I had never heard of him before. That was my first introduction to him. And there was a woman sitting next to me who I had not seen at the conference the whole weekend, but she she followed his teachings and she was there with her in New York with her family. She had signed up for the conference, but I had a feeling that she didn't stay the whole time just at the conference, but she was there. And the whole time
2: during his teaching, she was, she just so much joy and love and
3: um, the connection that she felt with him was just like it was so um apparent that it it caught my attention, and I still you know remember how um how much she just really connected with him and the joy and excitement that she displayed um while listening to his teaching and the and the thought had crossed my mind that I don't think she really came to the conference to many of the sessions except mm-hmm. to his sessions and um so I thought, wow, this is a teacher I, uh, you know, that I wanted to learn more about. So I did go on YouTube and and find some of his his, his uh, sessions. And then Carla, I had a um, an incident this week with a related to a flat tire. It wasn't my flat tire, but it was my son's. And we had company coming over for dinner, and it was family that were, that was in town for a short time. And so we had planned to. For everybody to get together. It was a weeknight, so it was after work, and and so I had dinner planned, and my husband and son were coming in, and everything was working out fine. We were going to eat at six, and then all of a sudden, my husband came in the door, and he said, oh, uh, our son had a blowout, and so this was like, he works about 25 miles from our home, and uh, my husband was upset because he was like, oh, no, I told him that he needs to get a spare tire, and uh, so he was really upset, and um, because we also had this dinner when we were all supposed to spend time together, and so I just asked the angels. I I said I just asked the angels for help and whatever they could do to resolve the situation. And amazingly, because my husband said, "Oh, it's going to be an hour and a half by the time we, you know, I I go um, get the tire from Walmart, blah blah blah, and get it all done," and so. You know, that was going to pretty much almost ruin the whole evening. Well, I couldn't have asked for things to work out better because he got, I guess he, my husband got the message to call a friend who had a Chevy to see if he had a, a flat tire, I mean a spare tire. He didn't, but he said my neighbor does. Uh, so so my husband went over there. Well, the neighbor couldn't get his spare tire off. Uh, he was having trouble getting it off. When somebody just happened to pass by in a truck, who had a spare tire and he said here take this one and so my husband was able to get that uh, they were changed it got back to the house and I think it was only like a forty, forty, forty-five 40 45 minute delay and then we could all be together and have a nice dinner and I just was so grateful and just said thank you angels for loving me so much and for
1: helping to resolve the situation so it was a really beautiful experience
4: That beats my flat tire story of a couple weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) Did
1: you share that that story?
4: Yeah. My weekend when I drove my mom up a couple weeks ago, I had a flat tire also.
3: Yes, I remember. I remember.
4: But I had
1: a spare. We had a spare, Mm luckily.
4: But it was also very neat that we had a, a, a help from a person to get the uh, nuts off because they can be very tight. Without a get a, a long pipe, we use as a, a leverage. So that was cool. But yeah, yeah so your story sounds great. I'll comment on Purdy too. I have I've only been to one of his uh, sessions a couple years ago at a conference. Yeah, he does. One thing I remember from him, he really gets into. He's about getting your into your body and your emo You know, getting expressing your emotions you know he uses his body and kind of reminds me of you mm-hmm. Carla you really get into it with when you in your prayers sometimes I just you know you really put your emotion into it so and I think that's, that's a great way of
1: healing great way of releasing I have some video on Carla dancing <laughs>
3: She was really releasing,
1: <laughs>
3: but yeah, exactly, exactly. Earl does uh, um, definitely encourages that that release, that energy release, in that positive way of music and dance. Yeah.
0: We're getting some background noise. I'm not sure who it's from and my computer is kinda Okay. <laughs> my computer's reloading so I can't see but
2: it was me, I, I, I dropped a call and I forgot to put you on mute. You on mute. <laughs> okay.
3: Um just to put it out there, does everybody know about the controversy that happened? at the conference with uh Tony Ponticelli. Um, he did a strip I, tease at yeah. the end. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I I agree with Karma. I thought it was significant healing. Because as a female I didn't didn't think men have body issues at the level of what females do. So that opened up my eyes. It opened up my um uh, I was able to sympathize empathize with 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 tony um given his body image and how he was teased at a very very young age, and how he kind of had to carry that with him and um I know some people were walking out during um that time i I, th- I thought it was incredibly gutsy it was courageous his message um hit. Um that in the end we're not the body. We are not. However, we can I mean, obviously we obviously we think we are sometimes. And we could um as he was he was using the body to, to tell his story to actually heal himself and, and thus heal all of us are healed. So I um I know the letters are coming in. He's receiving a lot of letters. I don't know if you guys receive um community Miracles Letters in, um, being right, the newsletter, and he's sending out, the uh, for those who attended the conference, he's sending out a lot of the responses that he had received, some good, good, and some, um, not so favorable. However, I just thought it was the gutsiest thing I've ever seen somebody do. And I have to give it up for him that, that wow, I don't know if I had, could have been that courageous. I mean he, he stripped down you guys. <laughs>
4: he stripped down.
3: Yeah, he let me just a Speedo was left. Left on. But um it was uh it was creative. It I thought he got his message across. It was very healing, especially for many of us who have body image images. It opened my eyes to men who are just as vulnerable to their body image as women are. Um And to have him share his pain from childhood, being teased, and just to bring it all up to the surface for all of us to see, which created that space of healing
1: for everybody, it was a miracle. I thought it was pretty awesome, but not everybody felt that way. Tony gave a, a wonderful.
3: This is Lana. I'm sorry. Um, a wonderful uh, message last year as well because I, um, I, I didn't go to the conference this year, but I actually heard about that. I heard what he had done, and I think it's courageous as well. And but I do remember being really touched by what he said last year because he, he talked about growing up with a father who had mental illness and. I was in that same situation, and the things he talked about just, it did
1: really touch me at a deep, deep level. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, I remember that
3: too, Lana, and uh, it's the same thing. Here he thought his dad was some courageous, stalwart, impenetrable Fort Knox person, and to see him at that point of um, mental illness um he, it was just kind of surreal for him when he had this image of his dad and see him as just somebody who just was had fallen apart. And then he, didn't he say that it was only when he had his own nervous breakdown that he was able to um bring love and healing
1: uh to to his to his relationship with his father and forgiveness?
4: It was only I think, only, he I, did think I think
1: nervous. Yeah. Because he's had a few nervous breakdowns. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would love to have uh, videos of of that. I don't think they do that at the conference that I know of. Or maybe they do. Maybe you can purchase those. (laughs) I'm not sure. Well, everybody, every other person would seemed to be recording that strip to you on their phone. We'll see it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> it was something. <laughs> yeah. And then just one other thing I'll add too, which I thought was really cool. Um they had this um uh
3: this rock band, the unauthorized uh Rolling Stones band. Unique. This guy, I can't remember his name, but he's a core student. He was the image of Mick Jagger. His mannerisms, his music, his passion, the songs they played. It was, you know, I've never been a big music person. I think that's why, that's an area where I wanted to explore. That's why James Twyman kind of resonated with me a lot, because I, I, I feel a lot of healing and feeling pulled to that. But it was another wow. <laughs> it was just. <sighs> the way he came on stage and the songs um uh it was uh yeah, yeah the the energy it, everyone just lit up that was also i just wanted to add uh, that we didn't that was just different from new york um
1: this 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 band was um pretty impressive pretty remarkable yeah anyway i just wanted to share that
4: Uh, Jerry, you said you also did the Doyles?
3: Um, Yeah, you know, I did the Doyles in um, New York. I didn't do the Doyles this time around. I wanted to – and I didn't do Jennifer this time around either just because I wanted to listen to other speakers. But I um, I did listen to the Doyles in New York, and I really enjoyed – really enjoyed their teachings and what they – at the, I can't really remember I know that there was um in her healing uh uh her daughter uh she had to work with uh, being married to um somebody that was sexually abusing her daughter and I know that uh, that she had um she's working through that um that process and found the course through that pain and suffering and and guilt, so it's pretty moving. I, I again, I can't exactly remember um, their exactly their teachings, but I know that the premise was the sexual abuse and uh, coming to terms with that, uh, forgiveness and healing. It was pretty powerful. They were very
4: powerful, I thought. Mm, I don't remember that. Yeah. I I went to was it Carla and I mentioned that. Who mentioned it? Well, it must have been either you or Carla. I thought someone mentioned it this time.
1: Yeah, Carla did, I think. Carla went to them. I think she is. Carla, you there?
2: Yeah, She's I'll weak. tell
4: you. Yeah. Can you hear me? So, yeah, yeah so I I
2: went,
4: to, I went to them years ago, and I bought their book, and I, it was very helpful. But I haven't used their technique in years, but they helped me um, to be able to believe that I could... Um, at least in my automatic writing, be writing from my higher Holy Spirit self, and they have a technique. in that. is it that's the Dorals, right? That's what they really teach: how to hear the Holy Spirit.
1: Uh, Isn't that? The, is that what?
4: Or am I, that, I confusing with? I bet I'm it with another group.
2: I don't know. He just talked about he. He actually they used to be teachers. And they still what I got from. It is they used to live in hand hand in the fist like in a mouth what month to month. And now he 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 got this idea that he wanted to start a business and just talked about and it's about possibilities really. All I got out of it is it just acknowledge, recognize that desire in yourself and.
1: And it will happen whatever it is i mean um, yeah it's like a i mean there's every like a little bit about everybody but um yeah that that's what I got. And I guess I'm, I've been prompted. I feel prompted to say, so
2: my neighbors, there's four people. They have four cars, and I have no off-street parking, so they park in front of my house. And sometimes I get upset, and I, I let it go, and I realized that I got upset again, and I realized, I'm trying to condense it quickly, but that they give... They give workshops once in a while out of their house, and that was why I was upset. And since I recognize that in
1: myself, I'm not upset in the same way anymore. And so, I don't know, that just, that just all was teaching me to recognize and accept
2: and embrace that within ourselves, and oftentimes that is reflected in what's happening outside of us to give us that impetus to look. And so, I don't know, that's all I had to say. I just go
1: back to garden, but I just felt prompted to say this. Okay, thanks. Bye.
3: Well, um I guess can I hear something with you all that happened yeah. to me um yesterday? Kind of piggybacking on uh what Carla has saying and and I just kind of get where I kind of um, get stuck is okay. What is okay, something happens and uh you you feel maybe um you know your boundaries are getting stepped on. Um, you're not being respected okay what what's the balance here of okay, yes, the feeling is me. I have to take responsibility i'm feeling it too okay, wait a minute. <laughs> this is also self care you know or putting up boundaries is also self love and not becoming a dormant, you know what i mean I, I just feel anyway well, let me just share you you share the story with you maybe i like I'll make more sense um i um I live. Um, I'm recently divorced, and actually, it, it worked out where um, I'm actually living. My parents moved down. And I'm actually living with them in a home that uh, uh, they bought, and uh, we're still working out uh, um, how what my what my part and what my share will be in the home and it, it's actually working out beautifully cuz I'm a flight attendant and it's a turnkey home where um it's a nice home but there's really no yard we have HOA and it gets it done for us and I can I can cook and clean for them before I leave on my trips and um it that works out well and they take care of my dog <laughs> you know and so it's working out beautifully however I have a um uh and and, and there's there's seven siblings by the way okay so this whole thing about what happens to the house when the parents die, you know, you know what what happens to my inheritance, you know, a lot, a lot of those stuff it, it's kind of creeping up, and so um, that's why I haven't really we're moving I'm moving forward cautiously about if whether I should just rent, and then after my folks die, um, everyone gets their cut, you know, so everything is good, everything is well between us. Our versus should I invest in the house and. Th- that kind of thing. But at any rate, um, gosh, I'm getting off track here. I'm sorry. But m- the story I wanted to tell you was my um, sister, um, her son has been um, out of rehab uh, six or seven times now. And he just relapsed again, okay? And her husband, which is uh, the father, does not want um, this this kid. I don't want to use names, but I'll call him. Um, Brad doesn't want Brad um, nowhere near the house because uh, if anyone who's dealt with an addict, they they still lie and cheat and uh, to get their next hit. And and my sister's husband is tired of that. Doesn't want you know. And Cody, uh, oops, there says me has um, he just really hasn't demonstrated. Yes, he he he. You know the mom is you know has always been there let's let's try again let's try again you know we have to we have to love our son but at 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 what um you know at at what vulnerability do we have to make her you know at what level do we ha should we expose ourselves to to cody in his addiction so so make make a long story short. she wanted to have a birthday party for her husband, but um he said. No, not if it's going to be at um, this house. You, you you want you want this birthday party, but it's not going to be at um, my house because I don't want Cody in the house. And so she asked because um, um, so she wanted it to be at the house, my mom and dad's house, the house that I'm with, and none of us want him here because. He's just relapsed. We don't know where he's at. It's like his sixth or seventh time relapsing, and she goes, "Well, why can't you know it's you know why can't we have it here and i said rose i'm just we're just not comfortable you know having having him here we're we we're i'm we're i have you know we're afraid that uh you know he he may come in and steal when you know we're we're not looking and she goes, well we're gonna have we're can have we can have the party in the backyard." the backyard and then um I go, yeah but he so we'll be be outside I said, Yeah, but he'll still have to come in and use the bathroom. There's that opportunity. And um and I wanted to say, Well gosh, you know, his your own husband is not allowing him in his house, your house, yet you want him in our house <laughs> And so I um and then she got she got upset with me that um um she just doesn't agree. She got upset with me thinking that I'm not, um you know, Cody needs love and family. He needs encouragement. And you know, I do support him, you know, but not here. I'm not ready to have him over here, you know. Um And I don't know why she didn't want to go to a restaurant, a neutral place. Um, But I just I something in me I, I'm not sure I was concerned about my stuff, but then maybe I was being too territorial. You know. Uh, my mom agrees with me, but my mom actually can be talked into anything. So I've kinda I've I've I have kind of i i i kind of realized, wow, part of my uh reason I'm here is to also protect me. and my dad is also very sick, very sick. So um you anyway, know he's um sometimes a lot of times not coherent. But I feel like uh, gosh, maybe part of why this has worked out the way that I'm living with my mom and dad is also to protect them, too. So at any rate, I just wanted to throw that out there. I, um, when I said no to my sister that no, the party cannot be here, I'm not, I'm not comfortable with that. I, she was okay. You it, it, it can tell she was upset. And then I immediately found myself wanting to call her back and say, okay, forget it. Rose, I'm sorry. Yeah, you, you, you can have the party here. But I didn't do that. I didn't. And so I'm just, just having, um, you know, and and part of me is okay, you know. I don't know if this is about Tommy's birthday anymore. It, it, it's just maybe about. I feel like, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm judging her, but she was just trying to force something on everybody, <laughs> you know. Um, that it it wasn't about the birthday party anymore. It's about her wanting her desire to get all the family together and get Cody together at somebody's house maybe to send, I don't know, for some reason, uh, but it, the, the the intention of having a, a birthday party for for her husband, and then she threw in, well, we can have the, you see, my birthday is tomorrow, actually, and she had said, well, well, we can have the birthday party, too, for Jerry. And so she made it about my birthday, too, which, but, you know, <laughs> it's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> so my birthday was thrown into the mix, celebration. So at any anyway, rate, I... Anyone can
1: give me some feedback on that, um, what their thoughts are. Um I I'd appreciate it. Hi Jerry. Uh this is Lana. I just want to say happy birthday for tomorrow. Oh, but
3: um thank that's you. a hard situation. Yeah. A difficult situation. I don't I don't
1: think that there is a right or wrong um it would be difficult for anybody in that situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i just uh i like
3: like i said i just why we could have gone to a restaurant a neutral place given that cole you just uh you know he's in oxford house again he's back in recovery he had a relapse you know um- wh- why was she so intent on having some of these houses, one of our houses? And it was just not just me it was I have other two other sisters who who said no or what hap- what happens is typical my one sister says, "Well, uh, you know, I can't have it here, but why do not you call Jerry <laughs> so she passed it on to me,
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I didn't like that like, wait a minute, you know, um." So it kind of, but but then again, I I I was honest with her and I said, you know, Rose, I'm afraid to have Cody here. In fact, Maureen and uh, Trish feel the same way. She goes, well, you guys never told me that. And I said, I'm sorry, um, but that that's really how we all feel. And and so maybe we didn't have the courage to tell you that, but we also kind of thought that you knew how we felt, and she didn't. So even though her, I you know, I, I told her I was really I'm sorry for hurting your feelings, but I I just I I, I don't know I, I I just can't work with that. I just I'm not I just can't have the party here. I'm just not feeling that that's the right thing to do right now. And so in you know again she said she didn't agree with me and says that Cody needs family, you know he needs support, and I'm, of course I'm willing to do that, but at a neutral place. Why can't it be at a rest you know Why can't it be a restaurant? And then I'm. I don't know if if I'm being territorial, you know? Am I really being territorial here? What are my intentions? Um but again I I uh, I know that mm, I he's stolen from um um us before. You know, he has stolen from my son, you know, when he stayed with us, he got a hold of his credit card. He st- he has stolen um from my sister, my other sister. Uh so he has I'm not saying that he he's gonna do it again. Just that I'm saying, gosh, there's a pattern here, you know, that um, he's just very, he's just very fra, his mindset right now is very fragile. He's kind of in that survival mode. He's, yeah, so at any rate, I'm, I know I'm rambling, but um, I was feeling really guilty about having saying no to Rose. And I was, my, my point is, okay, am I, am I being too harsh? However, you know, I feel, I'm taking care of myself and protecting my parents by putting up this boundary that I'm not ready to have a drug addict over right now, you know, an addict over, because I so much can happen, you know. I don't want to. I want. I don't want the exposure. I don't know. So. Well, th- uh, this but is again. You. Yeah, I, yeah. I have compassion for what you're going through, and and I also have compassion for what your sister's going through. Mhm, mhm, ya too. She's a mother, and she so wants and so desires um her child. however, you know again he's um it, yeah, but theres there's it's the same old cycle that I've seen that he gets he he goes to rehab, he gets out he re- he 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 relapse, and she usually asks one of us to take him in, mm-hmm. you know. And then he, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just that same. I mean, I'm so, you know, I know I, my, my it, it's just it seems that same cycle again. It's happening again. And maybe she needs to do something different. Like, like um, her husband says, you know what? He needs to work it out. You continue to come in and you rescue him. You know, um, mm-hmm. you rescue him, mm-hmm. and then you 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 ask other people to help rescue him. <laughs> And we're all kind of tired I mean we're all kind of tired of it it's just it you know i i really do hope the best for him I, I love my nephew gosh i love my nephew however i i also want to protect my things i want to protect my checking account i want to protect my credit card i don't want to have to have to you know i just he's, he's just so fragile i don't want to expose myself just yet until mm-hmm. he he shows that he's willing to keep off drugs and not steal. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, you're right, Lena. I have compassion for my sister. She's just stuck. She's okay. just stuck. And she feels she doesn't have her husband's support. And she's crying out, you know, and she's reaching out to us, which um, which we've seen, it's the same old pattern that we've seen over and over again. Cause mm-hmm. it's, yeah. So. yeah.
1: But again, well, I will, is this, yeah, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will hold hold them in my prayers. Thank you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I would appreciate that. Okay. I appreciate that. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this, this is Angela. I want to
0: post a video um, in our, I'll put it in the MLC3 group, and it's um, a Byron Katie video and it's just the second time that it's come to mind I shared about it in my prayer partner call this week but a mother was asking um Byron about not being comfortable with her son's behavior and it was about video games but essentially it gets to this issue of like how Byron was really cool she she modeled how you can talk about your own fear in a way that um And I feel like that's what this course is about. We're becoming masterful in owning our feelings. And yet that, for me, is still a muscle I'm building or like a skill I'm building, Um, not to bypass my feelings. And I think we talk about this frequently in the course, but the video was just, it just demonstrated how you can express your love for your family and your your own love for yourself and as you honor your own fear and really take it as your own fear. And I found it so moving. And you could tell because another parent stood up and he wanted to get his healing on the same issue of his son and what his son was doing that was uncomfortable. And um, he was just so moved. Oh, that's great. It was great.
1: Yeah. yeah, it was really yeah.
0: moving because yeah. she said it in a way that was a boundary, but what it was is that the parents were honoring their fear. They were owning it and almost asking for mm-hmm. compassion from their children for their own fear of like, that it's their fear. So it was just beautiful because it was like, she was still honoring the oneness, but also the honoring that how it can be difficult when people have fear and they're not able to overcome it and they just want to honor it. And I found it really moving and I just, it came to mind as you were sharing. Because I know that at our hearts, we want to honor the oneness, we want to be responsible, and we want to give more love to the situation. And it can just be difficult sometimes. So I found it to be like a practical tool.
3: Yeah, I'd love that. Yeah, I would be very grateful to have you post that.
1: Yeah, I'll do that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, and just to acknowledge that just
0: seems like a really um, juicy lesson, so much in there. <laughs> a lot going mm-hmm. on for you to learn from, yeah.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, and and, and, and for for all of us, our oh, sisters, yes. all of us, um, and
3: uh, that is, you know, just, again, one thing she did appreciate is me telling her. That um, how I felt. I'm not comfortable, with Cody. You know, being at this house, I'm not. In fact, I, and I said, you know, the other sisters feel the same way. But she goes, well, no one told me that. So, gosh, I'm sorry, Rose. You know, I just thought, you know, yeah, you, yeah. Uh, it just being. Um, she so she really was thankful for my honesty, and I felt good about that. But I just felt terrible of having to say no. You know, I felt really guilty, and I still wanted to call her back and say, okay, I changed my mind. Yes, the party can be here. You know what I mean? But I didn't, I I just wanted to give it, I just had to step back from it. Just give it space. Allow, don't try to fix anything. Just allow her to, allow all of us kind of to work with what just happened here.
1: You know, there's already healing happening right there. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Carla. Yeah. It's, it it is but yeah there's a lot happening yeah
0: and the divine alarm clock will be there for you as a tool you know when mm-hmm. you hold the situation in a way that honor that that um energizes separation that will
1: feel uncomfortable which is the blessing of that principle or that law Yes. Mhm. Mhm. Because the lover always feels beloved. Right. right. Amen. Mm-hmm. As our teacher teaches us, yeah. Well, thank you for being so transparent and for sharing deeply and
0: um just bringing attention to time. We have a few minutes left and time for sharing or other requests or
1: anyone who just wants to say hi.
4: I'll ask for prayers for my work situation. I have an ongoing issue, problem that it's taken a long time to resolve. It's been several weeks, so folding up the project that I mentioned before. So thank you for your prayers for
1: that. This is Linda. I
0: will
3: also uh, ask for prayers regarding... Um, issues around my own health and my mother and
0: um,
1: my dear friend and prayer partner Maggie. Any update on Maggie? No, I haven't um, spoken to her, so I'm not sure what's okay. going on right now. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, thank you guys. And wait!
1: Wait! (laughs) Hold the phone. Well, we're not going
0: anywhere. We're not going anywhere.
2: (laughs) Okay, I just want to ask for prayers because I'm I'm having a lot of I feel like. A lot of impacting and growth is happening right now, and I know my experience and my past. Is that happens, and then some something something happens that makes me forget about it. some worldly thing happens that where I get sidetracked. So my interest, my desire, my focus is on holding on to the growth and assimilating it into all parts of my being and my DNA and my etheric self and everything and not in state, keeping that focus. I'm trying not to be negative and keeping that focus. So thank you.
3: This is Lana. I would also like to ask for
1: prayer requests around a health a health issue. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Would anyone like to lead the prayer this afternoon to this evening or to close us out? Is anyone feeling moved? So I will. I will.
2: Take it. a break from my life and I gardening and then connect with myself which is always there always waiting always available always willing to support me and whatever ha- seems to be happening so grateful that that is always the case it never abandons me never is gone it's just my choice. It's when I my choice where I choose to focus my attention and even that is all learning all learning. I offer up anything anything that seems to show up in my daily experiences, my daily thoughts, my daily actions, my daily choices. Offer all those up for healing. To the violet flame, to Saint Germain, to Jesus, to God, to myself. And I forgive myself for those choices, whatever they are, and I offer up that as well. Offer up that judgment of anything, judgment of myself. All those, all that, offer up all those blocks to my healing, health, and knowing my wholeness of who I am. Because we are, we are divine children of God. We are connected with God 24-7 all the time. We are abundance. We're to release all those blocks to believing all those things, to knowing all those things, to feeling all those things.
1: Just feel,
2: just feel, just feel the wholeness, just feel the
1: light, just know the light, just bring the light, just be the light. Amen. 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 Amen.
0: Amen. Love and light to everyone.
1: Love yeah, and
3: light. Yeah. Thank you everybody. I'm so grateful bye.
1: for um listening. <laughs> hmm. Love you all. All right. Bye bye. Thank you. Love and blessings. Bye everyone. Bye. The moderator has left the conference.